Mulder, look, Colton plays by the book and you don't. They feel your methods, your theories are... Spooky. It's still real to me, damn it! Yeah, that chair's adjustable, too. I'm, like, at the perfect, like, incline. You can make anything on it move. It's a, That's a $900 gaming chair. Don't you love the things that you get in divorce? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you didn't buy this. No. I know you didn't buy this, no, bitch. You inherited it. I, I inherited my panel board. Well, it's awesome. if we're being um, 100%, that I got that as a gift for my ex mm-hmm. um and i but i did not pay full price for it um there's someone locally who gets hookups and sponsorships because they write reviews for gaming products yeah so i bought that at a quarter of the price mm-hmm. still a lot for a fucking chair yeah seriously but um it couldn't be like my ex couldn't take it apart and take it across the country so I got to keep it. <laughs> yeah, my ex just felt super guilty for cheating on me and then was like, well, do you just want the paddleboard? And I was like, yeah, I do. Um, because oh, I was making, I was talking about how uh, I'm not going to blow up her spot, but one of our friends, his, uh long-term boyfriends cheated on her and then she got breast implants out of yeah. it. And I was like, how come she gets breast implants and I get shit? And then yeah. I was like, do you want the paddleboard? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. I got cheated on and all I got was a lousy public dragging on social media. So what's that about? The right dragging could be a good exfoliant. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to look on the right side of things. Suck my dick. (laughs) Um, I can't. I'm too leaned back in this chair. Yeah, I know. You're too comfortable. Speaking of, um, I wanted to ask you about something. Oh, by the way. Hey, what's up? Um, my name's Noelle and I am the bag of what I thought was crack, but actually was meth that my dogs found on our walk today. And I'm Chelsea, the sad meth head who lost my crack. (laughs) (laughs) It literally was like on top of a bush as if it fell out of someone's back pocket. That's, I mean, I have never done meth. Mm -hmm, It's good. Good for you. Uh, Humble brag over here. I know, just a humble brag. I've never gotten into hard drugs. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if it would be good for me, but it might because I'm tired all the time. Um, have you ever done Adderall? That's just like legal meth. I have not. Oh, well, I have some if you want. Um, <laughs> but you just get super fixated on things and you become a good cleaner and think that you know the solution to everything. I don't know. The way I used to do Adderall in college was how I was a good student. Um, the way I do Adderall now is because I just need to stay awake yeah. to do things like in a regular, like I can't go to bed at eight on a Saturday because I have a photo shoot. So I do Adderall. It's not abuse anymore. It's more of sustainability. Yeah. You should have kept the meth then. You well, know? I mean, it's in the back dumpster behind my apartment. So if we want to go digging hmm. or it could be fentanyl and I just fucking like die or fucking um, ketamine. Or, I don't know. Something fentanyl is what people always like. I think it. Oh, pardon my burps. Dude, that's what Amber Portwood from Teen Mom fame got addicted to. Yeah, well, like fentanyl, it like, kills people. It's like, it's, it, I don't know. I don't know how you measure out fentanyl, but people die. Um, speaking of fentanyl, unrelated news. Do you know about the Santa Cruz mystery spot where uh, gravity goes up? Yeah. Hill? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, beautiful, Cora. Nice, Cora. Um, 
I didn't like, so growing up in Northern California, like my kind of vacation spot in summers was always going to Santa Cruz. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that like people didn't know what that was. And what I found out last night, because I was telling Trevor about it, and he was like, what does Chelsea think about this? Because no, there are, and what I found out last night, I should finish that thought, was that there are multiple spots like that in the world where gravity just breaks all rules. Let's go. I'm going to Google how long it takes for us to drive there. I think it's closed because we're in a global pandemic, but it would probably take us about eight hours to get there. Uh, Well, the internet says 12 hours. Well, 12, eight, (laughs) eight to 12. Only an hour and a half, uh, 45 minutes if we want to fly. Yeah, easy fly. Honestly, a train ride might be fun too. Yeah, but I don't like to fly. Have you, oh yeah, I forgot. Have you looked up pictures of it? I have not. Look up pictures of it. Like people literally, Michael Jackson Thriller, their fucking nose almost to the floor. And the thing about it is you think that you're going, like you think you're walking normal. Like it feels normal, but then you're like, you know, shamoning all the way to the floor. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, it's like, it's insane. And people have no idea why it does that. Like, scientists do not understand why it is the way it is. Like, why that gravitational anomaly is what they call it, or zero gravity phenomenon um, happens. And, of course, conspiracy theorists jump in here and say, like, it's some sort of, you know, port or alien, whatever. Because there's no, there's absolutely yeah. no theories as to even what would do it. And there are all these different points around the world that have it. And imagine, because now there's a building, there's like a house that they built over the spot. Yeah. And even the house like leans because of the way gravity is affected there. Um, they had to like build it fucking sideways essentially. But it's just like a, it's like a coordinate. It's not like a whole area or mass. It's like a coordinate spot where gravity just doesn't exist normally. And there are spots like that all over the world. Yeah, and it looks like you can just go there and like as a tour and then they let you just stand all over this house and look, just take crazy pictures. Yeah, but imagine before they built a house over it and monetized it, you're just some fucking Western settler in Santa Cruz walking through the forest, minding your own P's and Q's, and then all of a sudden... You just eat, you just a little little sideways. Yeah, I wonder what the mind process is for like... Aliens, dog. Yeah, it's got to be aliens. Aliens. Magnets. Maybe. But what are magnets? Aliens, as far as I'm concerned. Yep. I Um, mean, ICP was on that bullshit years ago, and we all fucking crucified them for their knowledge. Yep. They're like, magnets, how do they work? Yeah. How do they work? (sighs) Sorry, I got off work recently, so I'm like not jazzed about being awake right now um, i know we're both so tired and just, no, just <laughs> today was a rough day it was so rough but um before we get into the brain buster that we're going to um i wanted to share two stories with you that a coworker of mine told me okay um and everyone else listening you know i forget this is a podcast i'm not just speaking to you right. um no, 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 no. <laughs> who cares um so my friend and coworker. Um, he used to work in a hospital. Okay. And I think he worked like night shifts, so he got to see some fun stuff. Okay. And there are two stories that stick out to me in particular. And the first one is kind of related to this the mystery spot in a weird way. Okay. As in, what would you think if you didn't understand science 
just like how I can't even wrap my mind around the first person who would have stepped into the mystery spot, mm-hmm. what they what they thought, right. what was going through their heads, how they were reconciling with what they were seeing. And he was telling me a story about how he understands why people would just look at someone who is mentally ill or someone who had seizures and think that they were possessed by the devil mm-hmm. um, because he was working one night and a patient came in who suffered from grand mal seizures. Okay. And almost from a complete coherent sentence starts to daze off and then go into a full grand mal seizure where they bite their tongue in half. Blood is foam gurgling out of their mouth and they're stiff as a board and making almost horrifying eye contact with you and like convulsing, obviously. And he was like, it was such a sight to see Mm -hmm. that in that moment, for a brief second, I thought, this is why people thought like people who had seizures were just possessed by fucking demons because I look at this right now and I go, uh, demon that's, you know, close case, close the book. And I'm wondering even if in that moment he was like, I'm not fucking touching this person. Yeah. Kill me. Yeah. Like you gotta like, yeah. That super self-preservation that kicks in when you're fucking terrified. Yeah. Like that's why I think doctors have to be genuine sociopaths because there's moments like that in, dealing with like any sort of medical emergency where part of you is like, I'm not fucking with that. Dude, I used to skate with a girl who had seizures and she would just be in the middle of the fucking pack and then she would go, oh no. And because she could feel it, it would be like a sudden wave of getting tired and then would just fall down and have a seizure. And we all were just supposed to make sure she wouldn't hit her head mm-hmm. or like yeah. hurt herself too bad. And then she'd wake up all fucking tired and she'd be like, what happened? Where am I? Oh my be like, God. You had a fucking seizure. You're at practice. And she's like, oh man. And then you just sit on the side, like recoup enough and then go home. And that's, it's just unreal. Like to see some, to see that visually, imagine someone biting their tongue off in front of you, gurgling out fucking blood. I, we, luckily that didn't happen uh, to her, but I don't think her, I don't think her seizures were like bad like that. Yeah. There's like grand mal or mal and petite mal. I learned an interesting thing. Like, you know, when you're driving home and you just space out and Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're fucking home, that kind of textbook can constitute is a seizure because your brain parts of your brain switch off and just i spit everywhere sorry it's okay uh, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> but like uh i remember in school i can't remember the exact terminology of it but my teacher was like that's kind of like a seizure because your brain just fucking turns off well then i have seizures almost every time yeah, i drive home was, yeah but like most people have seizures it's just when electricity in your brain is like, mm. yeah, thank God my electricity doesn't make me look like a demon. Yeah. Um, the and other, this is all scientific terminology. Yeah. Bava and demon. Yeah. Um, the next thing he told me is something that I think about often. And it makes me think about you because you mm-hmm. have, um, you have OCD. Yes. Um, my mom has OCD. Um, mm-hmm. Trevor has a light version of OCD. And I'm surrounded by different versions of it, people who are medicated and unmedicated or Mm -hmm. in between medications like you. Yeah, it's like a butt puckering illness. Yeah. Just puckered all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And um, this person has OCD, but in a very severe way to the point where um, they were a bald person and they had um, a rash on their head Mm -hmm. and they would compulsively scratch at it, like nonstop scratch at it 
but it wasn't even a thing to them, right? They just yeah. didn't even register that they were doing it. Um, and this person came into the ER because they were like, hey, I keep having seizures. What the fuck is happening? Oh, my God. Did they scratch their brain? Ding, 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 ding. Motherfucker had scratched all the way through his scalp, through his skin, through, <laughs> through I hate it. the cranial bone. And was having seizures because he was then He's diddling scratching his, own brain. his brain, bitch. Scratching his brain. That's why he was having seizures, because he was scratching his brain. Brain matter was missing because he had scratched through it. They had to take a helmet, strap it to his head, and then fucking sit, like baby lock it to his chin so he couldn't get it off. Yeah. I'm fucking speechless. Yeah. Do you like that? No. I didn't like it at all. I, I didn't even like it a little bit. I like it a lot. I'm grateful that my uh, compulsions aren't fucking scratching my brain directly. Yeah. Good thing. You're lucky. But I didn't like that. How dare you? I liked it a lot. Um, also, a fun little last piece is that if you go in t- for some type of brain surgery, so like this guy had to, where they have to remove part of your mm-hmm. cranium, your skull. Um, if they think they have to go back in there, they'll just leave that bitch on ice. They'll put your skull in a freezer and then put uh, like a little bloop, a little plastic over you and then sin- like stitch the skin back together and then make you wear a helmet because they don't want to re your fucking skull open. So anyway, those are my stories for you. I don't like, I don't like it. They bring me a lot of joy. Did you know that they, like, find skulls from, like, ancient Mayan and Aztec places that have fucking, like, holes in them for where they, like, did actual brain surgery back then? Healed holes, mind you. I don't know if we'd call it brain surgery. It's also like, oh, you have a headache? Let me drain yeah, let's blood. Get, like, ghosts out of you. Yeah, like, oh, my gosh, your leg hurts? Let's get the leeches. Like, just because there were holes in brains or skulls doesn't mean they were performing, like, brain surgery but they were just like oh let's alleviate the spirits but let's the, put a the, hole in your the fucking crazy head. thing is is they were able to go in and expose the brain back then and then it would heal and there'd be I no mean, infection your brain your brain doesn't feel pain like be- bitch, these people were allergic to fucking blankets and they were cutting open the allergic head. to blankets <laughs> We had smallpox inside of them. They weren't allergic to the fabric That's of the blankets. Like, they were allergic to the white people diseases. <laughs> smallpox, not blankets. <laughs> you crazy? But I'm just saying that's insane. This is also yeah, su- yeah, sure. It's, yeah, it's insane. Just oh. like they were like, oh, you're menstruating. Go climb Mount Everest and like sit on a log. No, if you were menstruating, they would. Yeah, I guess that's different. If you were crazy, they would just orgasm you a lot yeah oh sometimes i miss old science um but anyway speaking of old science and new science um so uh we live in a simulation is that correct oh my god the what i thought this was versus what it ended up being yeah so i very guess different. let's <laughs> let's preface it by this people have been asking like hey You've been casually bringing up the um, CIA, FBI documents that keep getting Mm -hmm. released about um, parallel universes and whatever, like, and all this crazy nonsense. And all of those phrases are kind of just like dropped from 
weird stories you see shared that are based in reality. Like they are pulling from actual information that's being released, but to like digest the information and comprehend it, that's a different story. Oh my God. Is it different? I felt like I had to use all of my brain on mm-hmm. this. Um, you should have drilled a hole. Maybe you would have gotten more fuck, space. I know. I should have just done leeches about it. Yeah. Um, so in a nutshell, in 2003, the CIA quietly released a fuck ton of documents that stated we live in a hologram universe. Can I just say, I don't think the CIA has ever done anything loudly. No. Everything's well, quiet. Right? The CIA has yeah, never I'm been like... Yeah, I'm trying to think of like an actual yeah. incident where I'm the like, what The CIA has never been like, hello, this, hello, we found this thing, surprise, then they're just like, just release it in the night. Release it in between the hours of 2 a.m. and 3 a.m. Yeah. On a Wednesday. In between a whole bunch of documents that people like don't care about. Like, mm-hmm. we studied particle acceleration for 60 years. No. That's what they... Yeah, they like kind of did that and then they sandwiched this little gemstone into it. it of course. Millions of documents. Millions of pages. So, um... Bless the person who sifted through all of it. Oh my god, yeah. Probably fucking 4chan. Probably. Um, shout out! So... Through practice, according to this document, we can actually travel through space and time. Um, And these documents, although released in 2003, date all the way back to a whopping 1983. So really not that far off. Um, And so this means that through essentially guided meditation slash astral projection, humans can move through dimensions. Okay. So a few things about this. I've been seeing videos come up... um, where people are talking about, and they're not crazy crystal healing, like I powered by the sun. They're like normal people like you and I. And they're like, I've always had like vivid dreams my whole entire life. And I like, I didn't realize, but I think what I do in my sleep is astral project. And the Mm -hmm. reason why this one specific girl that I was watching was like, the reason why I think that is because I was in, I was having a dream and I wake up in my dream, like in the dream I wake up, in someone else's room, and this guy's sitting on his bed playing the guitar, and he looks at me, and he goes, who are you? And she goes, I'm Caitlin. What are you doing? This is my dream. And he goes, mm-hmm. you're dreaming? And then that was it. Yeah. And then, like, years later, she was in, like, Times Square, and she sees that guy. And they made eye contact. They didn't talk to each other, but she said the way that they made eye contact was like they both recognized each other. Dude, I... It's possible. It's absolutely possible. Um, And I'm sure that there's a million and one different explanations of just like... But in some reality, it's quite true, well, as we will learn. Well, that's the thing. By the right? end of this podcast, is that like so many like dream analysis people will tell you that like your brain can't make up faces, so it'll like grab people yeah. that you've even if you don't even realize that you've taken in that person, like yeah, that you've seen them before and they appear in your dream. But I don't think that explains like the. Well, because I don't, it's so, it's so tough because that's where I was split because I was like, what this girl was saying, I wish she would have ran over to him and been like, do you know yeah. who I am or have you seen me before? That would have changed my mind, but they didn't, obviously, probably because they were like blocks away or in the middle yeah. of fucking Times Square. Also because like, it's just so fucking profound. You're like yeah. in that moment or like, what the hell? Yeah. Is- but it like, it sucks because then people are like, 
your brain, you probably have seen him like on Facebook. What the fuck ever your brain attached his face. You had just a crazy, weird, silly dream. And then, you know, whatever. But it's, I don't know. I I'm stuck in the middle. Dude, How fucking often. And even just like our daily experience do people try to explain away, even things that are like mostly mundane. Like I have a headache today. I think it's the weather and people are like, well, maybe it's water. It's like, I don't fucking know, man. Like, it's just, that's like a shitty example. But even when someone, like, if you go through, uh, like, a relationship with, like, a narcissist and then they ex- explain to you enough that you're a piece of shit, that you, ex- like, eventually start to believe it. Or if, like, a little kid hears they're a bad kid their whole life, they'll grow up to be, like, a sociopath. Mm-hmm. Like, just suggestion can change an entire reality. So sure, if that's, that's true. just words, yeah. how can, like, a dreamt experience not change reality or be part of it like, yeah it's no different so no for sure well, what's up okay so this so yeah i was really confused when i started to look into this because i was like in 2003 this came out this can't be what everyone's talking about right now um but what basically happened is it's constantly been making the rounds in the conspiracy community but it wasn't until ding 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 twitter brought it more to the mainstream yeah probably Um, because people lost their jobs and had more time to look over cia documents yeah that's what i'm assuming happened so this happened i think uh june ish is when it kind of came out but i found a lot of stuff um where people were kind of talking about it but it didn't gain much traction until about now um so the name of this experience of traveling through space and time uh according to the cia document is called the gateway experience um, and this entire memo was written by Lieutenant Colonel Wayne McDonnell, uh, which was really fucking hard to find, by the way. Like, his name is in the document, but if you try to connect him to this, like... It's buried? Yeah, I had a really hard time, like, finding out why he wrote it. Maybe I just wasn't researching the right things, but I usually am able to find uh, more information on who wrote it. And when I just straight up tried to search who wrote the gateway experience. They linked it to some dude who was the sound, uh, the audio engineer for grateful dead. Who was what? like the father of LSD and the hippie movement. And I'm like, why the fuck oh, does this link? It? Yeah. I literally typed in who wrote the gateway experience. And it was like this Augustus guy. Is, like, the f- is, do, does the term gateway experience like appear in any like music or writing in like the sixties or seventies? I don't think so because I actually wasted so much fucking time on researching that Augustus guy, but his parents are specifically his dad was in the military. It was like a Senator or like in politics. So I don't know what their connection was to it. Um, he did not come up again in my research, but it was just very interesting that when you literally search like who wrote this CIA document, mm-hmm. his name fucking came up, but it wasn't him. It was Lieutenant Colonel Wayne McDonald. Okay. Uh, And so the purpose of this memo was to use physics to explain the out-of-body states and connotate it into a more physical science and distance it from the idea of the occult. So basically, like, it's not hippie astral projection. It's a scientific annotation of, like, how particles move, which is basically the entire document. It's just fucking throwing information at you Um, because they wanted an objective assessment of space and time travel by using only the human brain. Yeah, that wasn't wrapped in, like, what you said, the occult, like, wasn't yeah. wrapped into, like... Because, like, you know, um, for liability reasons, just say I had done some LSD. And in my hypothetical LSD trips, 
I have seen a different fucking world. Mm-hmm. Hypothetically. Like, hypothetically. Like, who's to say, like, that's just a chemical dis- hypothetically dissolving on my tongue. Yeah. And that altered reality in such a way that hypothetically I was melting into someone. Hypothetically, I looked into maybe my partner's eyes and I saw a universe in his pupil Mm -hmm. and it was real because the one thing, hypothetically speaking, if you do LSD is it's hypothetically a different type of high because you can control it. Like technically if you happen to, which you shouldn't because it's illegal, but if you did happen to be on LSD and like had to talk to a cop, you could do it. Yeah. You're not like tripping balls, like, like a rooster, cocking around yeah, not like, like if you did the meth you found yeah in not not like as if i licked that bag that i found um like you can control everything so hypothetically speaking it's hard to say that that's just like drugs when you are conscious and aware yeah. of reality you're just hypothetically seeing everything on a microscopic level yeah and we will learn as we go through this document that outside things can affect the way that our brain moves through space and time. Uh, I believe Maybe it. drugs or maybe other ways. Um, so what I did for this specific episode was I read the memo. It was only 29 pages. Only. Oh quick read. Cool. Um, but I tried to summarize it. I did skip some parts because it got very heavy in like going into mathematical terms, which I was just like, I fucking can't do. Yeah. Um, so a lot of this stuff, if it sounds very like fancy speak it's because i'm quoting it directly from the document and i quote the document so often that i just stopped saying this is a direct quote this is a direct quote this is a direct quote yes i do summarize it but yes i also just take the more the less shitty mathematical terms and just put them directly here cool Uh, but i couldn't copy and paste it because of the pdf the style of the pdf PDF. i had to fucking type it like a goddamn peasant so here we go So the memo quotes that the physics of altered human consciousness deals with some conceptualizations that are not easily grasped or visualized exclusively in the context of ordinary left brain linear thinking. Part of this paper. We just got called smooth brain. They just said (laughs) y'all ain't on our big brain shit. Y'all got no wrinkles in your fucking brain. Wow. Yeah, that was basically it. And then part of this paper will require not only logic, but a touch of right brain intuitive insight to achieve a complete comfortable grasp of the concepts involved. That is verbatim. Verbatim. This is how the CIA drags you. This is how you get fucking read to filth by the CIA. I know. I was kind of like, how dare you? Yeah. They're like, I know that you guys are a bunch of like left brain hippies, but like, I'm going to need you to use just a speck of whatever's left of your right vein. And you know what? It was fucking hard to understand. So how dare you call me out? I'm not. I'm just saying. stupid I I could be. I could never. Um, So essentially, the way to achieve this gateway experience is by either hypnosis transcendental meditation and biofeedback so hypnosis let's get into it before we get into what the cia thinks of hypnosis how do you feel about it do you think hypnosis is real doesn't work on me i have a fucking jedi brain have you have you tried it yes have you like actually gone to like someone like you know there's psychiatrists who deal with um yeah hypnotherapy i have not gone to that um there's did you go to the fucking fair there's like the fun oh you motherfucker those are fake but Bitch, but what? But I did like these hypnosis tapes that are supposed to help you fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, work. we all. I do honestly ASMR. tried. Uh, it wasn't ASMR. It was regular hypnosis. I can't believe you're justifying 
hypnosis by carny tricks at the fucking well fair. i've seen hypnosis done in the carny tricks or like in just when a guy comes to your fucking school and does it i've had friends get super into hypnosis and like put money into like quote unquote professional hypnosis tapes to help them sleep and i tried it and it never worked on me i don't know i'm not saying it's like because oh i have a superior brain i almost wonder if it's because like just even the ocd it's like Kah! yeah like, your brain's too loud up. but my uncle did it to get over his fear of flying and to quit smoking he went like cured him 100 percent. really yeah it's just uh, 26 years of smoking stopped that you day. should try it again i I'm indifferent towards hypnosis. I will say if you're having trouble sleeping, this is also a plug for them. Fucking sleep with me podcast. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. This man, he needs to be recruited by fucking NASA. He he just gobbledygook the whole entire episode. I've never made it past the ads. Really? Because his voice knocks me the fuck out. It's like smooth velvet? Yeah. But it's like creaky. It's creaky. It's not like like ASMR. It's just like... You know the guy from the like 90s clear eye commercials? Yeah. Reminds me of that. But better. Oh. And like I if I can't fall asleep, I put it on and then I'm out. Okay. Sleep with me podcast. Sleep with me podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Hit us up and maybe we can hang out. I feel like it might be hypnosis and he might be turning us into MK Ultra because like Trevor and I listen to it every night. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna like one day someone's gonna look at me and say chicken wing and I'm gonna assassinate yeah, the president. Just slit your own throat. <laughs> yeah. Um interesting because this stuff will tie into MK Ultra type things. Oh great. Once you get it doesn't mention it in the document, but uh the the rolling snowball down the hill that just perpetually gets bigger and bigger yeah. does pick up some MK Ultra stuff. The the Venn diagram of anything the CIA releases yeah. is a circle of just fucking MK Ultra. Yeah. So hypnosis, according to this document allows one to disengage from the left side of the brain and allows the right hemisphere, which controls non-critical, non-verbal, and holistic reasoning, to no longer accept the left hemisphere without question. And this guy, um, McDonald, uh, says that this allows the right brain to access the homunculus. Why does that sound familiar? You know, it sounds, it reminds me of that, what's that one about the, that movie about the mirror? The Oculus or the Homunculus? Oh, you know what Oculus I'm talking about? Rift. You know what I'm talking about? I think so. The Homunculus. Homuncul- homunculus sounds like an insult for someone you that like looks frumpy. I just Googled it and it says it's a representation of a small human being, and then it just gave me a a bit like a bit image of a, a hobbit. Oh. But a sensory homunculus is a representation oh also a small human being. See, I knew it was some sort of insult. Okay. Like you look like yeah. a humunculus. So okay, so it's a it's to access your brain's small human, okay. I guess. Whatever. Okay, we'll that makes probably the sense. subconscious. Okay. That, oh, that you know what? That's probably a good explanation for um, that. Yeah. So he claims that stimulation of the corresponding area of the cortex causes uh intermediate response in the associated portion of the body. So he says that when someone is in this state, you can suggest to a person that their left leg is numb and the right side of the brain will make that numbness happen. Just hypnosis. Oh, okay. So the next one is transcendental uh, meditation. And this works by having intense con- an intense concentration of drawing energy up the spinal cord, which results in what appears to be the creation of acoustical standing waves in the cerebral ventrices, which are then conducted to the gray matter in the right side of the brain. Um, so basically sounds emulate an alt. The, these sounds sound like emulated rhythm of like a heartbeat. Um, 
he said in this part of it, normally to physically do something like this can take five years or more, but external stimuli can trigger it much faster. So this is the part where MK Ultra kind of got mentioned because you can, with the suspension of a car, for example, you can get it to do those noises and you can put someone into this fucking state. So, or if huh. you're just out walking around, you can play this noise and like it'll the fucking snap your well, brain. Yeah. yeah, it's like the Manchurian type candidate yeah. type thing. Um, if you're wondering if I understand everything I'm talking about, by the way, it is no. So, I mean, at me in everyday life. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, the acoustical ventricles of the right brain. Oh, I did not type that. I took it from the document. <laughs> Um, and then the third is biofeedback, which uses the left hemisphere to gain access to the right hemisphere's low lower cerebral, motory, and sensory cortices, and which associate pain or pleasure centers. So he claims that by using this method, a person can actually block pain, heal malignant tumors, and attain object affirmations, and meditate even better and faster, even as a beginner. So you have hypnosis, which is just like convincing your brain, like of things within your body, the transcendental meditation, which is where outside influences can send you into the state and then vile feedback where you can physically change parts of your body. Uh, I try to accept it, but the biofeedback one to me just reminds me of people who think chiropractic adjustments will cure cancer. I'm just like, yeah. okay, you're going to scream at your cells to do mitosis better. It's like very faith healing. It is right? very faith healing. I don't know. I don't, I don't like, like it. that. I don't like it either. <laughs> it's like it's like um the fucking you know evangelicals on cable tv you know mm -hmm. slapping an old lady in the head and being like and you can walk like it just yeah. reminds me of that like it's not um, real right and it's like it's so weird because i'll shit on it but then i also read like buddhist books of breathing to like help me get over like when my jaw locks up for example or when i have a fucking gnarly well, headache i think that there's a difference between like doing breathing exercises to help relax your muscles That's basically fucking file bio Yo, you can't bitch. breathe a tumor out of your body the, he says you fucking can the no. cia says you can the cia says a lot well they say you fucking can i don't fucking believe it and they Damn say word. <laughs> so these those three things are like the, only the basic mechanics of the gateway process so now we're going to get into what those techniques actually involve or entail or what they lead to cool um, so fundamentally the gateway experience is a training system designed to bring enhanced strength focus and coherence to the amplitude of frequency of brainwave output between the left and right hemispheres of your brain so you can alter your own consciousness by doing so you can move it outside the physical sphere sphere so as to fundamentally escape even the restrictions of time and space you know what's weird that they jump on time and space they're like if you can fucking just meditate your way out of your own brain you can move through time and space yeah wouldn't you think that the medium jump would be like telepathy like don't you think like time and space is kind of like a big one where you could be like if you meditate outside of your fucking own head for you can fucking get into someone else's mm -hmm. i'm just like so it's weird to me that they they're like this is how you can travel through time and not like this is how you can like mind control someone well he does kind of like later in the document he does kind of say that once you get good at it you can communicate to other people but i don't think it's telepathy i think it's like physically 
putting like, a communication type It's like out the there. girl in the dude's room. Yeah, like she, but it's not yeah, it's not like going into someone's brain and influencing them mm-hmm. like mo- like taking over their body, but yes, you can communicate to them. Yeah, cuz when you think of, not physically there. Well, then I just went into my own thought circle cuz I was like, don't you think if that was a thing we would be doing it by now? And then maybe that's just just schizophrenics are the whole time. They, we were medicating them, but really they're fucking getting got. Yeah. Anyway, so, don't don't listen to any of that. It's crazy talk. So think of your our brains right now are like a light bulb. Smooth, yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> Smooth and dumb. Uh, just like our light is just like a, a just poof, like a, a fucking light bulb. Man, I you know how light bulbs work. Get out of my face. <laughs> this process essentially wants to turn it into a laser. Focused. Okay. So that's what the gateway process is. Because like if I shine a light into the sky... It's just going to be like, whoo, like a dome, like a glowing aura. But if I take a laser and fucking focus it, Mm -hmm. I'm gone. So, um, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I wrote blah, blah, blah on my notes. I I did skip this part of the document because it basically talks about how the human brain has a Hertz oscillation that acts similar to the space around it. Uh Uh-huh. But I couldn't fucking read it. Yeah, that makes so, perfect sense. Let's get to the holograms. This is where it gets kind of interesting. Which this wasn't even the biggest part of the document, but this is what people attached like. to. Yeah, because this is an actual quote. Energy creates, stores, and retrieves meaning in the universe by projecting or expanding at certain frequencies in a three-dimensional model that creates a living pattern called a hologram. Did not make sense to me. So. Yeah, I don't understand. So Time and space can create holograms. Yeah. Is that so think of it this way. Visualize a bowl of water. Mm-hmm. Drop, drop some pebbles in it. Okay. Now, as the ripples from the pebbles move out to the edges of the bowl, just like, you know, mm-hmm. the ripple effect, like Pocahontas, visualize mm-hmm. the water suddenly freezing, and the ripple pattern is preserved immediately, like a flash freeze. Then remove the ice so that the pebbles are still at the bottom of the bowl and separated from the ice. Then shine a laser at the ice. The result will be a three-dimensional model or representation of the three pebbles suspended in midair, even though the pebbles are no longer in the ice. So holograms are capable of encoding so much detail, it is possible to take a holographic projection of, like, for example, a glass of swamp water and view it under a microscope and see small organisms not even visible to the naked eye. This is what he says the holographic universe is. So the importance of this fact is that even if we dropped our frozen hologram that we did in like our analogy with the pebbles and it broke into a thousand pieces, we could take an individual piece of the hologram and recreate the entire image in and of itself. So this means that millions and millions and billions of bits of information can be stored in one tiny place. That just blew my brain wide the fuck open. Yeah, so that's... It almost is like the fucking end of Men in Black. It's like, Mm -hmm. you think you have this whole entire universe, but you're just a chip inside of a marble. Exactly. Inside of an alien's fucking palm. Exactly. And uh, so similar to a bowl with pebbles getting dropped into it, the universe is also composed of this interacting energy fields, some at rest and some in motion. And so this, according to the document goes on to say that we are just one giant hologram of unbelievable complexity. Whoa. Like you said, we are just a chunk. We are the men in black universe, but we also have locker universes and we're all existing in one fucking plane. Wow. What's up? That last sentence is like, that should be like the opening to your autobiography. Mm Mm-hmm. 
that's fucking so like theoretically yes we so we could freeze this timeline right well no because i'm assuming the freeze you can only go back like oh you can go fucking forward too if you get good enough at it according to this dude well my with the analogy of the freeze like the freeze right now we can go we can go build from this point backwards but like you couldn't could you pinpoint an exact point where you'd want to go back or would it just be from the beginning of creation i think you can pinpoint an exact thing because essentially like where we are is like where we are right now in the universe is we're when the glass or the ice has already been shattered and dispersed Mm -hmm. so what we can do by tapping into another shattered shard or like the our shattered shard of the universe is we can see the whole of every single reality that existed before Mm -hmm. it got shattered yeah but we so forward or backwards but we would see like the mass we would we would see the macro not the micro so like let's put it in terms of what's happening now Mm -hmm. like could we, if we found enough of like our theoretical broken shards of the universe piece that we came from, we could only put it all back together to when it first started and was still one so- cylinder piece? Or could we go back to like just 20 years ago? Is it all to the nothing? beginning? The, it even goes on to say there was a part of religion in here where it says this won't even dispel religion. So he's implying that the science of this can show us creation in like such a magnificent way that it wouldn't necessarily prove that God is real or not real. Mm-hmm. It was very weird. Uh, Cause like to me, it almost reminds me of if you shatter a mirror uh-huh. and we're just one piece of that, like the only option of repairing it is putting it all back together into the original yeah. piece before it shattered. So if we're talking about like, this hologram is a version of time travel are the only two options either being broken or all put back together. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like it either has to be a whole, but it can never be what it was before it was. Yeah. Or it can't be like the two pieces. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like I wish, I wish I knew. Okay. Well, that's, I'm not blaming you for not knowing. I haven't done enough LSD about (laughs) it to understand. (laughs) Let me LSD about this. I'll get back to you. Um, so according to Carl, uh, Pribam for a Stanford university neuroscientist and David, David Bohm, a university of London physicist, the human mind is also a hologram, which attunes itself to the universal hologram by the medium of energy exchange. This is how we achieve consciousness. So, like, my eyes interpret data, my ears interpret data, my touch interprets data. Mm-hmm. All of this is me interacting with the hologram, and my mind as part of that hologram is interpreting the universal hologram. And so, to enter other dimensions, since our mind is also part of the hologram, a human mind must focus with such an intense coherence, think laser, that the brainwave output accelerates to the point that if measured on an oscilope, an oscilloscope, they would look straight like a laser. Okay. So, like, we're normally just like, boop, we're like a little fun up and down roller coaster. They want us to focus it to the point where it's just a fucking straight line of absolute focus. Yeah, I haven't done enough yoga and drugs to be good at meditation. Yeah, me either. Um, I can meditate if I have enough wine because then I just go to bed. 
That's fair. The ultimate. Yeah, I also I think that's why like it's your your OCD is what prevents you from ascending. Yeah. And my brain's just too loud. Like I can't tell you how many times I'll be in the car driving and realize I haven't been playing music because my brain is so loud. Yeah. With thoughts. Maybe or also maybe you're just having seizures while you drive. Maybe. <laughs> Fucking sociopath. Maybe. maybe that's it. Um so this I'm sorry for this math part. I tried to escape it, right, but this is important. Okay. If you, those of you who can't see what I'm doing, I am stretching. She's stretching. She's getting ready. Okay. So in physics, the Planck length is a unit of length that is the distance of light in a perfect vacuum that travels in one unit. So we're in a vacuum. Light goes through it. The Planck is the unit of time that it travels in like where the wave goes up and down. That like like the bottom of the roller coaster goes up, comes back down. The two bottoms. The, the two, two bottoms. Planks, that that's length a plank. plank. The, a plank. Okay. So in quantum mechanics. Here we go. Um, tells brain. us <laughs> that when distances go below Planck's distance, which is 10 to the negative 33, we enter and affect a new world. So if you can get your brain to click out multiple times below this constant, human consciousness passes through the looking glass of the space-time uh, continuum similar to like Alice's journey into Wonderland. So essentially like we're talking about how like a human mind can laser focus. Mm -hmm. This is the mathematical explanation of what that means. You have to get your brain to go faster than the distance of light in a perfect vacuum. Good luck. I know. I don't. I My brain can't even drive a stick shift, <laughs> <laughs> let alone travel through another fucking universe. Sometimes I forget to put Pam in the pan and then I burn my eggs. See? Just fucking dumb. That's what I'm saying. Um, so if this gateway process is used systematically, then the human consciousness can establish a coherent pattern of perception in these dimensions where Planck's distance don't apply. So outside of any mathematical perception we have, we can fucking go there. Which is a weird concept, right? Yeah. Like, try to imagine something that doesn't exist. You can't fucking do it. This will help you do it. Sure. Because it does exist just outside of our reality. So, what exactly does this process entail? How do we get laser brain? Um, uh, ayahuasca, I'm assuming. Just LSD. So, one. Well, so here's, <laughs> here's the thing about this, though. Because, like, for me, um, hypothetically speaking, if I did LSD... I never like saw anything crazy. I just feel like hypothetically I saw everything on a microscopic level. Like I could see the plants growing. You just saw our, our world in the way that it exists, but in a more artsy fartsy way. Hypothetically. Yeah. yeah. Hypothetically. But when people do ayahuasca, they all have like a similar trip. Yeah. It doesn't matter even though there's kind of like a circle, not a Venn diagram of people who do like ayahuasca journeys, uh, they all can be from different parts of their lives and ages and whatever. Mm -hmm. And they all kind of have this similar trip. Like they all like almost see like an alien Jesus, um, like outside of the earth who like tells them something profound and it changes the course of their life. It's crazy. Cause like, it just goes on to like perpetuate the idea that we all share one fucking consciousness, which mm -hmm. is something that like Freud and Carl Jung were kind of on to. Yeah. Like there's pyramids all over the world from the same similar points in human history. Yeah. So it's like that just goes on to like 
further this thought. Yeah. So, like, do you think, like, ayahuasca is a vibration that can get you to outside of our realm looking at another piece of the broken glass? It could be because, like, and that's what they all see. Like, it's the same type of trigger. So, they all go to the same place and see the same weird alien Jesus. Girl. You know? Yeah. Because it's all this, it's literally physical vibrations. It's not even like brain vibrations, it's literal vibrations. Yeah. Um, so if you want to do this and start practicing to get laser brain, um, the first thing you do, which I thought this was kind of hokey. Oh God, what? Uh, was you teach the individual to isolate outside, outside concerns in a visualization device called an energy conversion box. I was like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like that ghost box that we were talking about forever ago where you can like listen to different frequencies and Mm -hmm. then you can tap into like the immortal plane or whatever yeah ghost plane i was like oh okay yeah um the second part is the participant needs to strive to achieve a state of resonance by uttering a single monotonous tone to vibrate their head um they have gateway tapes yes there are actual tapes that play these tones that you can hum along to oh fun what if i'm not good at humming i have no tone or pitch I just do what comes out. I have a hard time humming because I think I like have a deviated septum, so like the air doesn't escape my nose. Mm. Yeah, Mm. Mm. but plug your nose and try to hum. Mm. I don't. What is a hum even? Mm -hmm. Is that what people do? They go like. Mm -hmm. Is that a hum? It's just like a. It's like for people who can't whistle. It tickles my nose. Mm. Mm -hmm. We'll get it to tickle your brain. Good luck. All right. And then thing, <laughs> you have to repeat this fucking gateway affirmation. Oh, God. This is where we get into the hippy dippy shit. This is hippy dippy shit. I hate the hippy dippy shit. I'm going to read it. It's kind of long. Oh, great. Um, I'll show you what it looks like. I oh. just copied and pasted it. Okay. So I have to fucking say it, like type it. But I am more than my physical body because I am more than physical matter. I can perceive that which is greater than the physical world. I deeply desire to expand and to experience, to know, to understand, to control, to use such greater energies and energy systems. It's so blurry as, as may be beneficial and constructive to me and to those who follow me. Also, I deeply desire the help and cooperation, the assistance, the understanding of those individuals whose wisdom, development, and experience is equal two or greater than any my own i ask their guidance and protection from any influence or any source that might provide me with less than my uh stated desires that sounds like something you say before you do like play with a ouija board (laughs) oh like that's so weird why why is the cia telling us to do positive affirmations about transcending isn't that weird? I did think that that was really weird. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, this is the math of how our brain works. And then also say three nice things about the person to your right. Yeah. And then you can go. And but it's just like, no. Dude, he fucking says, if you can expand your awareness and interact, like you can, if you do those three things, you can expand your awareness and interact with dimensions beyond those associated with our own physical reality. Which I guess this is kind of what people do when they want to astral project. They like lay in their bed and essentially force themselves to meditate out of their body. That's like that's how you do it, right? Um, I don't know for sure. Um, I haven't looked into astral projection, despite what popular belief may say. But you know what I did used to do, and I look back on it and I just think I was on the verge of passing out. I would lay in bed 
and I would like tense up super like just insane Mm -hmm. and like stop breathing. And I would feel like I felt like I was floating and I was like, Oh my God, am I like tapping into something crazy here? But I think I was just about to pass out. Yeah. You just asphyxiated. Yeah. Asphyxiated. Yeah. But you get to a level where like, it was like this just tense and like focus. So you weren't even in pain. You weren't even thinking about not breathing. You were just like, that's like what toddlers do when they throw tantrums. Yeah, they just you know, get all stiff yeah, and pass out. That exactly, but I felt like I was flying. I'm not here to tell you what your hologram is like. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but you can actually use this to solve problems in your own life by projecting them out into the universe and interact with a universal hologram to solve your problems. Is this saying like is this the secret? Basically, because this is a quote. <laughs> Uh, is this the fucking secret? Are we yeah. getting gooped yeah, right now? Oprah and then Oprah answers you. Um, so responses to the problem solving technique may be received almost immediately, but they often come based on developing intuition over the next two or three days. And the responses can also come in the form of a sudden and holistic perception when an individual suddenly knows the answer to their question. You can also travel to the past or the future. And I did find... What claimed to be the gateway tapes on Amazon for a cool $489? Oh, uh, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bezos has become a trillionaire over the fucking pandemic and he's charging $400? Yeah. And they're like, this is directly from the Monroe Institute, which the Monroe Institute was quoted heavily in this document is like for what this guy based Fuck this the research tapes, on. Do a bunch of drugs, huff some glue. And transcend, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, that was basically it. Like, there were a lot of other parts of the document that I was just like, I can't fucking focus on this. But this is the gist of our hologram universe. And it's... A, I thought it would be more sexy, honestly. It's not. And then they threw never, math at me. Yeah, never as sexy. But that's it. That's okay. it. This is what people are asking for. Okay. This is the hologram universe. Huh. Which yeah. I thought it was going to be something cool. Like, Sounds, oh, we sent a satellite out and, and then we, it vibrated yeah. a second Earth into effect. We, we saw us. Huh. You know, everything looks better on paper. Literally. Than when you fucking iron it out and realize the CIA is just telling you to fucking positive thought a tumor out of your body and secret your way into finding $2 on the street. I swear that there's people like fucking monks in the Himalayas or whatever who can probably, like you hear they can do crazy shit, like they can lower their heartbeat down. Mm -hmm. I wonder if this is a similar thing. Maybe. They're just trying to explain shit that the fucking monks have been doing for centuries. I think when you like are a virgin for that long, you inherently become powerful. Yeah. I just think like if you don't masturbate or fuck, there's just like you like ascend. Your Mm -hmm. brain is so full of cum that you just like, it's just fucking you're there. Yeah. You know, because I feel like sperm, (laughs) each little sperm. Yeah is like how it's like got actual it's like like information in it right? yeah 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 it's and like all a that information this is science mm-hmm. fills up in the balls yeah or and for women in your ovaries yeah so the sperm in your ovaries because yeah. <laughs> uh, women also have sperm yeah. also science uh you, they fill up and then your body absorbs is, it yeah because the body's like dude you can't hold all this shit in there yeah. Because also your pee is stored in the ovaries and the balls. Yeah, so so while the pee goes out, yeah. 
the force of the sperm that mm-hmm. you've accumulated mm-hmm. shoots up into your fucking brain. Yeah. Full of information. Full of information. Yeah. Yeah. When you don't masturbate, your sperm dissolves inside of you and you become smarter. Yeah. Your brain eats it. That's what yeah. your brain eats. Yeah. Yeah. Eats it. The mouth of your brain. Which is, is the cum guzzling. <laughs> what is that called? Brain, your the stem on the back of the brain, the brain yeah, stem. Yeah, the vagina of your brain. Yeah, it absorbs, absorbs it. Absorbs the sperm. Yeah. And then in, you get pregnant with, with intelligence. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we fucking figured <laughs> it, it out. all makes sense now. Don't at me. I know what I'm talking so about. So sorry for being big brain over here. Yeah. Because my brain's eating all this sperm knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna just purposely be abstinent for watch me i'm gonna be abstinent for a year and i'm just gonna my brain is gonna be like mega mind and i'm gonna fucking float your gonna, boyfriend just like <laughs> a what now just like cooking crying <laughs> sobbing into his dashboard as he listens to this on his way to work i hope not what an embarrassment um, um someone sh- out there well, what happened? Okay, so incels are involuntarily involuntary celibates. Yeah, why? I think they're masturbating. That's the problem. That's the problem. You can't yeah. masturbate. You have to. If you just leave all the sperm inside of you for a year, you'll levitate. You'll fucking f- you'll float. Yeah. You'll, so what happens know. when you're an incel and you're angry and you masturbate? your sperm gets little barbs and they tear the inside of your wiener up as yeah. they come out and yeah. then your wiener hurts and you're mad. Yeah. It's like if you put a straw through a hot dog. That's what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> and thoughts fall out. Intelligent falls out through the hole. The yeah. Big hole. Yeah. So think and about then that. you create fucking super viruses yeah. because then it goes down into the shit pipes. Yeah. And the alligators and stuff that live down there. Mm-hmm get r- covered in your your hate sperm yeah and then the cia catches them and how do we know that's not what COVID is you know COVID is just incel sperm yeah that's become sentient yeah and now it's attacking us yeah i know so you either gotta go all f- and then when you're but for those of you who are like but what if i'm in like a proper committed or whatever i have sex on the regular well then you're just not gonna levitate just, yeah you're just transferring it yeah so, like you're transferring it it's stas- homeostasis it's yeah. you're just yeah. the same but sometimes it goes horribly awry and it results in a human but that's a lot of smart it goes just it has to it just can't get to the brain but it yeah. has to go somewhere else yeah like a tumor yeah so you know we're just out here telling you facts, <laughs> this is facts. absolute science um so yeah you learned i hope we all learned a lot i mean between what the cia said and what we just unraveled i can't tell the difference I can't either. It's all real to me. Yeah. It's real if you believe. I'm just going to be riding surfboards of sperm into other dimensions. <laughs> me too. Um, hail fucking Satan. Uh, hail Planck's constant. And you know what? Hail uh, hypothetically doing LSD and traveling to another dimension. Hail meth. And meth. The meth from your 